Hello everybody and welcome to another Teddy Hoggle podcast. Um, today I am joined by Veronica. Say hello Veronica. Hello everybody. AKA the wife people. Um, today I'm going to be going through the questions with um, Veronica. The same questions that you've been hearing from everybody else. I want to see, I want to hear your take on these questions actually to see how you think about them. Um, okay. First things first, though, I have to go through icebreaker questions just to just see how you answer these because these are quite funny. These (laughs) icebreaker ones, yeah. Okay. So, if you get out of the shower clean, why does your towel still get dirty? Because probably I missed areas. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Okay. What came first, the orange? fruit or the colour do you want to say that one again I believe the orange okay what actually no because I had oranges around me didn't it so the colour was probably always around yeah probably that's quite yeah that's quite a good one <laughs> exactly yep yeah, mm-hmm. if Apple made a car would it have windows do you want to say it again no, you don't have to say it again. Um, I think they would have to because you'd have to um, you have to have the same features for health and safety reasons. What, ha- what having a uh, windows? Yeah, it's just like having a fire exit. Okay, give this one some thought though. Yeah, this okay. one here, and I'm gonna tell you now. Uh-huh. Give me three UK national anthems. Not like the old uh, "Got Save Your Queen" one. No, what's three? national anthems that we have that are like unsolicited like talking the hardest is one. Oh, okay 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 Ooh. 21 seconds 21 have 21 seconds and man's not hot oh man yeah definitely man's not hot <laughs> is a uk anthem now straight um yeah man's not hot and um what's it called um oi what's one thing you can't share with your partner uh, one thing that you can't share with for me it's toothbrush well, if if but if there was a time that we kind of really needed, needed to, then, it, yeah. then we would share it, wouldn't we? Mm. Um, I think the only thing is is, is that we can't share together is our, our underwear. Okay, okay. <laughs> you can't wear my knickers. <laughs> Can you imagine that stuff going up your ass? Can you my imagine you wear my boxes? That would be mad. Um, I probably actually, I probably could wear it. Yeah, I wouldn't dream of it. Okay, last one, not least. Mm-hmm. Me and you are out, right? No, I've met you somewhere. Right. So you said to me, you've already, you're, you're already somewhere, and I come. Mm-hmm. But I stink bad. Like, I got B.O. like that high heaven. How do you tell me? Act it out. How do you tell me? I tell you, babe, why you stink? So. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you, you can't come out like that, babe. You smell. <laughs> So seriously, like, go. Is there a Sainsbury's logo <laughs> around? Let's get some spray. 
Is it your breath or your, 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 your beard? My armpits, yeah? my armpits, yeah. Yeah, no, 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 it's not on. And I will tell you, <laughs> without a doubt. Because I'll, I'll, tell, I'll tell you today, I'll tell you every day. Um, mm-hmm. if you have question, la- this is the last question, because I read that last one. Is Lynx a deodorant or a body spray? A body spray. <laughs> so that's it. But if I showed you the can right now, it says deodorant. I swear, look, if I showed you this can right now, yeah, but I'll it be, says deodorant on it. Yeah, but I'll be honest with you. I don't really believe in these sprays. I believe in roll-on. Lynx is a body spray. Yeah, but I, I don't I don't believe in this. When did all. Lynx become a deodorant? I, I don't know. Lynx I no is idea. not a deodorant. But I, I'm, I'm, I'm a roll-on girl. So. Anyone that uses Lynx, they're the ones that stink normally. Oh, is it? Of course. Oh, damn. People that spray Lynx under their arm. Oh, bro. Yeah, but I don't even think it's so much as the links. I just feel that they need to, to, to shave their armpits and, and bath properly. But then mind you, some people do have perspiration problems as well. So. Nah, man. But I don't believe in sprays. I believe in roll-ons. Sorry. I don't Sorry. Use roll-ons for them, so. Yeah. Roll-ons let people have infections. Mm, yeah. Roll-ons let people have infections. Um, <laughs> okay, so now we've got past all the all the warm-up questions, so we're going to go into the nitty-gritty. Okay. Okay. Um, so the first ones are a bit like oh shit but it gets a bit lighter after that okay uh, so who should you be more loyal to okay uh, I don't know if I should change that one for you actually because that one doesn't really apply actually I'll, I'll just do it because it's, yeah. it's, it's basic so um, who should you be more loyal to your husband slash boyfriend no no yeah well we do that who should you be more loyal to? Your boyfriend slash husband, your family, or your best friend? It don't have to be in that order. But it doesn't explain why. Well, let's eliminate the best friend part because I don't do... I I, I have friends, but, mm. you know, friends come and go. But, obviously, yeah, I wouldn't put them as a priority. Um, but why not, though? Because some people only have their best friends. Yeah, but you're talking about in my case scenario, isn't That's it? true, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't really, I don't have as, I don't say, I, ha, I don't really have a best friend mm. as such. But you're giving me the option, like, you're giving me one to choose, right? Yeah. So who I would choose over, as much as I love my my family, um, being married to you um, at the moment, my loyalty is to my husband. Mm, mm. Um, because that's who I have, um, you know, signed a contract with. Mm. I've been committed to, and obviously that's where me and you come together as one. So mm. my loyalty has to be obviously to you, towards you, um, unless obviously things mm. were to go left, which obviously let me just touch wood, that wouldn't happen to be. But yeah, you're you're my 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 family too in you know? it. Yeah, exactly, exactly, exactly. Mm-hmm. So is 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 relationship status is relationship status important now in twenty twenty two? Do you think there is more of an emphasis on people having relationships or do you think they're moving to more like don't be in a relationship because all these all the all the dating apps that I see from people that they have mm. They're booming, and it seems like no one was in. No, it's like, it seems like no one, no one is in a relationship mm. anymore. I just feel like we're going, we're 
we've got to a, um, a time where people just living their, their best lives. Mm. Really, truly. It's either they're living their best lives or they're getting married. It's like either, either or. I think Africans are getting married. I think a lot of young... Um, young young Africans. People, yeah, they're, they're, they're getting married very early. But yeah, a lot of people kind of like... Yeah, I'm just I'm testing the waters with everything to kind of live in my life. Do you think it's thing. wrong though? Do you think they're moving away too much from tradition? Um, no, I don't think they're wrong. I think they have to they have to go on their own journey to in order to find who they want to be committed to. Mm. You know what I mean? And sometimes I just don't feel that. I feel like the tradition is the ones that really don't last because they've been led to do it. Yeah. They haven't really done done it to their own accord and to how they feel. Some people just want to get whatever they have in terms of enjoying themselves out of their system yeah. before they they commit into to a marriage. I mean, when me and you, before me and you, we, we, we were both kind of living our best lives. Even, like, before the dating stage, we were, you know, hanging around, drinking, enjoying ourselves until we kind of, like, linked. Do you understand? Mm. So I just feel like, yeah, it's definitely important for people to to, to do that first and then obviously you know um, you know hopefully get the person that they want to spend their, the rest of their life with that's what I'm saying though but with all the dating naps with so much choice mm. that they have because you can basically see a girl anywhere you want to now just say hypothetically as a man's point you can go on Twitter mm. sorry t- Tinder or wherever yeah. and find a girl in Scotland where before you were like based around your area so it's like now yeah, you yeah, have yeah. more option maybe the options are too much yeah um yeah because now obviously now they've got all them dating apps for real isn't it so now people can kind of build their, per- their the kind of guy that they want to be with yeah. I guess but then does that even work yeah I've, I've, I've heard some, some positive feedbacks from it and good outcomes and then there's been ones where it's just really not been that way. But even a lot of these dating apps and stuff, they're still around the community as well. Because, like, a lot of people have been saying, oh, I've seen this person and they live just up the road on, on the same app. Mm. Do you get me? But, yeah, I guess it's a good option. It's just a, it's about, it's a, I think it's more riskful. Because you don't know who's behind the profile picture, innit? <laughs> you can have a pretty picture up. And you can have, like, you know, the statuses of, you know, living best life and God first. But behind that, you're a, a psychotic. <laughs> Boy, it's true. Them pictures, that's true. Those pictures, when I think about it now, actually, those pictures are dangerous. Yeah. Because you're only showing them the person, your best side of you. The yeah. person doesn't get to see the bad side of you. They don't. Every, yeah, like everyone agrees, like their profile pictures and stuff. And that, that that doesn't always tell the story, the real story about your life and who you are. That's true. That's true. Okay, then. So, um, we talk. We can't really talk about our nan and granddad's period when it when it came to um, times of um, man and woman getting married. Right. Because their era of being married is completely different to our era on why we get married theirs was more for like sustainability and 
like having a family she tried to like having a family was security so you needed that there was not there wasn't there wasn't anything that being alone being alone was a joke you had to find someone to grow old with you know what i mean mm-hmm. so what is the roles of a woman and a man in a relationship now in 2022 what you've seen what you've seen um I, I I I I believe it's kind of, it's it's more of a a fifty fifty thing, but I feel like women in general, it's just kind of in us now to do a lot more anyway. Yeah. Like, well, so do you think you're doing more than you? Do you think you're doing more than the woman used to do back in the day? Definitely. How come on? Why do you think that? Because the time times are a lot harder now. You think so? Times are times were hard for them because obviously it's for the past because obviously they didn't have a lot of the things that we, we use in today, yeah. like gadgets and stuff like that. But in time, in terms of um, like work functions, we work hard because it's. I call it modern day slavery, like we're literally living in it, like where we're constantly having to work because there's just so much um, things that we have to pay for. So it's, it's like we're committed to the system now. We can't, we can't literally get out of it. We have, we have to, as much as we would want to chill and relax, we have to continuously be working like machines in order for us to get to where we want to be in in retirement stage. Do you get what I'm saying? That's bad though, isn't it? Imagine that you have to work until retirement age. So the only time you have, as they call it, the golden years is yeah. when your body is yeah, broken. I think um, in terms of, um, especially with today, you've got a lot of like mental health problems. You've got all these things that's coming up now like where um pan- like big pa- obviously you've probably had pandemics in the end like before but now we've got pandemics that we've got to live through and it's just there's so much going on in this world there's so much new policies that we've got to like adjure to it's just a lot it's a lot um and it will get worse in terms of our and our work ethics everything is a lot harder yeah, I think every generation have had I think every generation has had their pandemic they, everybody has it's just been forgotten about we've had vaccinations for it so we've, we've all moved on but and it's like now we've got all this technology stuff so it's like even to engage with people now we don't do because we're it's so easier committed to, it's easier to do it through social media yeah we're so into our te- technology and things like that it's like all of that communication all of that stuff has just been broken down into like technology and you know what I mean yeah it's just the world it's just, it's just the word it's the way we've um, moved on with yeah. life but what what advice then would you give a young couple then when it comes to certain things like that like what yeah yeah I just I, I really believe in sometimes shutting out outside life I know it's hard mm but sometimes you have to do it because you don't realise that 
where we're work, working constantly or we're on our devices or we're on our thingies we're not having we, we need to have time to engage each other yeah um, we need to have time to communicate with each other mm-hmm. so definitely shutting out the world making sure that you know you do a lot of well healthy activities together yeah like it and that could just be cooking together okay or you know watching a movie or something spending time spending that quality time and and just talking about each other's feelings check on each other make sure everything's good make sure that you know your well-being is good like I, I always ask you, how are you feeling today, babes, or whatever? How How's your day been? And those little questions can help even open up dialogue to make sure that, you know, to see what's going on and, and things like that. Um, and, yeah, just, just be merry, I guess, with each other. And that's... Yeah, it's true. I believe that all... Everything that she said was completely right, but I just I just believe that. I don't think Tinder is helping. I don't think if you're not talking to someone like face to face, yeah, that representative over the phone is anything. Yeah. Like that person could, could be that person could be doing anything while they're talking to you. That person could be with their wife yeah, or their exactly. girlfriend. Yeah, exactly. You know what it is? It's like an arranged marriage, really, isn't it? Like on a on a on, on a, a date that is very yeah. Because you're allowing the technology to to put you together. To dictate it. Yeah, to dictate it. Whereas it's so organic when you meet someone just from, I don't know, uh, going in a coffee shop or even at work. I met you through through work. Um, and we didn't even really work together as such. But... Oh, we did it. I don't think... We didn't work. Did we, we didn't spend time. that much? No. Because I did. You was busy doing your thing, man. We didn't... Um, yeah, because I was halfway across the store. Yeah, I was in the office. You was on the shop floor and stuff like that. But it was nice. And then, obviously, when the numbers got exchanged, we we began to talk. We, we started to talk a lot on the phone and get to know each other on a deeper level. Um, and then, when like, when we did have social times, when we met up with friends as well as us, like, we got to know each other from that. And it, it just... It, it felt really natural and stuff but obviously I mean I don't know it might be a lot harder today for some people technology makes it easier but I just don't I just I, sometimes I, 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 I'd be I'm very wary of like what is actually going on because yes. imagine like the kids then see you trying to tell me the only way they're going to make people is by, is by dating yeah apps. I don't want Phoenix to, yeah, like, to be to to, to meet to someone by a dating app by because a dating the, app. and she's telling me that's the normal now now it's can't be. That's why we have to make sure that she kind of goes through the social um, journey in the sense of like, you know, go to trips when she's older and go to uh, universities, meet people and all oh, that. Have the social, have the social, social experience. Social experience, like, so she can kind of meet and engage with people, you know? Yeah, yeah, 100% that. So, um, you were talking about work earlier on. I want to yes. ask, ask you this question. Do you know what well-spoken means? Well spoken. Yeah, do you know what well spoken means? Has anyone said to you that you're well spoken before? I think so. Did you take offence to it? No. You know that someone saying that to you is very offensive. 
Because what does that mean? What does if someone says to you, "Oh, you're very well spoken," will if I assume that they're saying that I've got good manners? No, um, good manners is just, good manners is good like you you know you come across very well. Well spoken is basically I believe I believe in a term where they're basically trying to say I can't believe that you don't sound a different way from the way you look. Yeah, but who's who's anyone to say that? But that's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. So then why does why can then why can people say to you that you're well spoken? Because if I walked in somewhere, okay, me talking a different dialect of a, of the same Yeah, but English, who's gonna who's gonna use that terminology in today's world? You, what? No, like in two thousand twenty two. Well that you're well spoken. Yeah. Someone will say it to you eventually. Someone will say it to you. So then I, I have the right to ask them, what do you mean by what that? What do you mean by that? Yeah. Yeah. But I challenge everybody. If someone says to you, you're well-spoken, that's my challenge to everybody. Say to them, what do you mean? And you will hear the most racist but, shit no, come but then out of At the same time too, sometimes like you might come out, might come across a child. And when they've come across to me, like they've spoken to me, like you're very well-spoken. What like, you know. Yeah, but then, mean, but, then, but then what does that mean? No, meaning, and I'm not thinking maliciously about their colour. I haven't even saying it. I haven't thought about anything to do with even them. Mm. I'm just thinking about the communication. Is they're polite, mm. they're confident. Mm. Um, okay, would well, two? If you understood another language, your say say your first language was English. Yeah. Okay, and you knew another language. Mm-hmm. So you knew Japanese, and then the mm. other Japanese person came to you and started speaking Japanese as well. Do you think you would say to that person that they're well spoken, or does it only apply to the English language? I think it applies to any language. Isn't you think it? so? Yeah. See, I don't believe because that. Because when it you live bad. in their world, like if you live in another country, for example, mm. and someone with English comes up to them and speaks, you know, their lang- a language or, or whatnot, you remember you're going into their their world. Mm. So you're, you're, you now come across well-spoken to them. Yeah, but the person would say to you, they wouldn't say to you you're well-spoken. That person would say to you, oh my God, you speak Japanese. They wouldn't say to you, oh, you're very well-spoken. Or you, speak, or you, or you speak well. That's good. good you speak good, well, right? Good, well. But they wouldn't say you're well-spoken. What I believe that the, the English language has done, and it, they've, 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 they've done it very well, is... They've said to people, you speak the English language and you speak it if you're of a, another um, ethnic background mm. and you speak the way you do, yeah. it comes across as, oh, you're very, oh, you're not riffraff. Mm. That's what it sounds like. But then the same, like I said to you, if an African person came in with their dialect of English mm. that they've learnt and come into an interview and they spoke to us and we didn't understand it but then if another African person was in that interview with them and that African person they were speaking in their language together for that interview and then that African person turned to me and said they were well spoken what do I say then? Do you understand? It's like what do yeah, I say? Yeah, what do I say? So it's, as I'm saying so is English language the superior language to every other language? Because in, I feel like the English language only has that stigma to say, well-spoken. Mm. Uh, is, is it because we're speaking English that like we're well-spoken? 
it's weird it's, it's just a weird thing it goes it's very deep it's very detailed but i think it's a very old saying i think so yeah. i've heard it many times is it what towards you many times yeah me and me and me and james used to get it a lot when we used to work in asda as well very a lot a lot a lot a lot a lot a lot especially with um you know i'm talking about um he, couldn't, he, he never used to speak properly when he used to talk he used to get very angry mm. and then he used to say to us all the time oh because you guys are well spoken that's why you get away with it and I was like what? yeah but I don't think that that person meant it in, an, in a racial way no no no. even if it wasn't racial it was still in a way where because you can't speak like me it doesn't mean that because you can't explain what you need to explain that's not my fault but then sometimes because I, I don't think, speak your language yeah but sometimes I think well spoken to me yeah I probably don't say it in that terminology mm. but it's the same thing no but you think no it's because I when when I say things to you 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 present really well I present it very well but because I'm programmed like to do that because of my dyslexia I was programmed to talk like that yeah but I think I wouldn't know that you are dyslexic so you told you, you, you yeah you but obviously I know mm. I know now but I'm saying for someone else you come across very intellectual. That's what I believe well-spoken is about. So, see, yeah, that's what I think. That's, that's, that's what I'm saying. Everyone, as I said, everyone perceives... To that's be, what I'm saying. Everyone like, there's, perceives there's well-spoken so much things to be that, very different There's so things. much language out there that people can take offensive yeah. to, but it doesn't mean to say that that's, that's, the, that's the initiation of what they're actually thinking. Yeah, that's, it's, yeah. There's two different... Com- that's why they, you boil it down to, what do you mean by that? Mm. What, what do you mean? Why why'd you say that? Mm. Just ask them, why'd you say that? Mm. And then then you'll know how to say, oh, okay, then then, yeah. then you're not taking the piss out of me then, or you're not trying to be racial towards me. Mm-hmm. Mm. Do you know what imposter syndrome is as well? Imposter syndrome. What, when it's like when you, um, say, for example, you're in an organisation and you're the minority and uh, you'll, yeah, you go yeah. into the organisation, do you feel you, you could be the imposter or something like that? So it's, it's it's kind of that, but, we'll, but without take, take that take the minority out of it, you believe that you sh- you believe that you're somewhere that you shouldn't be even if you've got the qualifications for it. So okay, basically so you, you can have a role, you, yeah. you've got, you've, you've gone for the interview, you've had the job, mm-hmm. you've got the job, mm-hmm. then you go into that workplace and you have an imposter syndrome because you believe that you shouldn't be there. Mm. Do you think a lot of people suffer from that now? Yeah, I feel like a lot of people are in jobs and they don't feel that they need to be there. They're just dealing, they're just putting up with it because it pays the bills. Mm. I feel that that's just the way of life now. Mm. Like, you see the salary, you apply for the job, you're in the job. You felt you you feel like you don't belong there, but you just have to deal with it. Mm. But a hundred percent, I believe that goes on. Yeah, imposter syndrome is a hard one. Yeah. Like I say I ask a lot of people. I ask a lot of people that question. A lot of people said they do feel like they have imposter syndrome when they go to work, but they they they've all said they feel that way because of the colour of their skin. They don't feel it Definitely. because of anything else. They feel it because they feel that they don't believe that they belong where they're sitting yeah and it's mad because 
obviously you you, be, you belong there because you got the job. They obviously believe that you're fitted enough capable. and capable to be in that job. So why don't you believe in yourself? But sometimes I do believe in um, diversity. Yeah. <laughs> I do believe that you feel more at home mm-hmm. when you see like an open organisation with diverse um, cultures and colours, you know, like you, you, you do, but it's, just, it's, it's, it's what it is now, I guess. People just have, you just have to work. So do you think it's a system or do you think people are just not applying for jobs? Because there's a people lot of educated, there's a lot of educated people, people out there. Huh? People are applying. Yeah, but they're educated, but they don't have experience. They're lacking in experience, and that's the problem. Mm. Like, um, there's a lot of people, especially within the retail, that want to leave retail and go into, let's say, administration and reception. That's just, I'm just saying that's kind of like the, the kind of entry level positions, yeah? And then, but they don't have enough of that because obviously now a lot of these retail organisations they're not developing them they're not getting them ready for other opportunities or within the organisation so when they are out there they're like well what, how do I get into yeah. another set of jobs retail. they're so used to either being on, on the tills but they're not learning about the ad answering phones and all that yeah maybe a customer service that can help in terms of broadening your skills a little bit but when you go and apply for a job for administrator, if I'm looking for somebody, am I looking for someone that, am I looking for the best? In a sense of someone that's very, like, has experience and knowledge in admin? Or am I looking for someone that I've got to then train up? Then, that's what I'm saying, but then how do we break that cycle? How do we break it then? So if no one gives the person the chance, then how would it say? Then you've got to get people in higher positions, especially within recruitment, to see through that. Mm. That's where, like, people like, for example, Mika, I come in to, because I myself was in retail and I didn't believe in myself, mm. but I then had to go out. Yes, I went and got the experiences, so that kind of opens up a little bit. Not the experiences, the qualifications, that opens up a little bit. But then I had to also imply like with my job and start writing down hold on a sec let me start dissecting this job and what I do so yeah customer service is really important so you start bringing out that you know you, you communicate in different ways blah 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 then you start bringing out admin and all, and then you start putting it on a, a CV and start broadening it and stuff and then you get recognised and then obviously with my job that's where I come in and I start looking at people that was is like me and I start trying to get them out into knowing more than just retail mate yeah start opening start look, writing things down start asking oh can I be put on this course start looking at apprenticeships start looking at voluntary work start you know just to kind of break it out and come out into that and step into jobs that they want besides retail I mean some people are happy with retail to be honest because I was in retail for a long time because it was flexible it worked with my family it worked with my time 
to some people I just and it doesn't mean to say I'm any less than anyone else I think as well it definitely depends on how what you believe for yourself you could be in retail but you could be a you could be a boss in your world like hundred <laughs> so it just it doesn't even matter really about it. it's just how you feel you could be living your best life and being in working in <laughs> retail yeah. sometimes some people are more healthier than people that are in office that are in retail because they don't they're not they don't have to have that much commitment that's true they i used really... to believe that as well i used to believe that i used to see people make so much money in retail yeah and i used to think to myself, how are they doing it yeah yeah because if I you just... become a manager in retail it may look like you're not earning a lot of money but you can earn a lot of money in retail if you can play those channels properly I, can... I definitely uh, yeah it's true I definitely believe that retail is for a lot of the um, should be aimed towards a lot of the, 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 the kids that leave school. Yeah. They sh- that's what they should be doing. They should be putting them into work like that for them and offering them apprenticeships and stuff. I definitely believe that development and training should be mandatory in retail as well. I feel like they need to push that for people so people in there. Can move on or move up. Well, I don't know if you see McDonald's. I don't know, that's mad. Yeah, like McDonald's, McDonald's has yes. a very, yeah, good. very good development, pre- development scheme. And, yeah. and I was very when I read it on the board, I was looking at it. And I thought, okay, let me. And I thought, hold on. I thought, okay, okay. I was like, what? And let me tell you, I've come across people that have McDonald's and stuff on CV, and their qualifications is and mad. I don't them any less because they have put in work. Yeah. Yeah, so it's just kind of how you put it possible for anybody. They've just got to believe in themselves and they've just got to start dissecting their work. It's not that you just, um, on tills, for example, you interact every day with people. Yeah. You know, that's how I see You need it. to find your job key. If you find your job key, 100%. your, your, your workplace would have yeah. made your job title sound a lot better than it normally is. So, coming off those questions, because those questions are a bit like, oof, sometimes. Um, what, if you could say, if it's a, say you sit on a bench, you're younger, you're about 10 or 11, and you can come for a time portal, what three things would you say to your younger self if you had the chance to? Um, what three things would I say to myself? Be confident. Mm-hmm. I was very, I was someone that was very sh- shy and I was like a tur- turtle. Like I used to hi- I'd hide myself a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, I was a bit, a bit afraid to talk and, and to stand out. So I definitely would say that. Um, stop worrying even as young as that I was someone that worried a lot yeah nothing's gonna happen nothing do you get what I mean and some people think that children don't have those thoughts you know they're too young that's not true like I was someone that thought the worst and everything when I was young and that's a lot for a little kid to be going through even right down to your health 
and everything. So it's I remember going through a lot of those stuff, like oh I'm scared, what's this, what's that, you know. Um how old am I? Nine ten. Um and sounds like I'm a bit of a depressed child, but I would be don't be afraid. No, it's fine. Because yeah, because I was someone that used to always have the lights on and timid. I was scared of the dark type. Yeah, it's like okay. Yeah, that's what in your mind. Scared of dark. Yeah, I mean at ten, is it nine, ten? Yeah. Yeah, being scared is a, is a, is a, is, a, is a mind thing. It's not really. Yeah, my young stages. That was before secondary school, isn't it? Yeah, when, once you start becoming an adult, you ain't got time to. You've got to start thinking of your light bill and then teen. Yeah, I feel like giving myself a hug. Exactly. <laughs> um, what would you want to be remembered for? It can be anything. Oh my, that's a bit deep, babe. I don't really no, not know. not like that. It's like, what would you, what would your what would your life? What would you want? It could be a life member. People have people have Nobel prizes because they've done something with their life that they're never going to be forgotten about. They they've done something in in humanity. I'm not even going to say life in humanity that's stuck there forever. It's like. It's, it's a pillar. People build statues. The pharaohs built three pyramids of Giza. All those type of things. What would you want to be remembered for? Uh, um... It could be anything. What would you like to do? Or what would you... Yeah, like, what would you want to do in the future? And you can say you've left your mark. I want to be able to to give you know how passionate I am about helping people and that's what I get a Nobel Prize for that a Nobel Peace Prize that's what I'm about I'm about offering my services as in helping people to get where they want to be that's good that's like Teasy's one Teasy's the same thing that's my and, and it doesn't even have to be on a work side it's also on a personal side I want to be able to help people listen to people you know that's my that's how I am in general mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I'm very like I'm, I'm like that nurturing very nurturing very nurturing yeah okay so the last two questions I don't need this book anymore I don't believe so the last two questions are very are, are, are simple but um, the, the first thing that comes to your mind with this one, so, but just try not to be rude about it, and just try to like, if you if if you have to say the story, just mold it into a part where you can talk about it. But, um, what has been your most racist experience? Oh my! Everyone has one. Some people don't have one. I don't believe it because. I mean that every black person has had a racist experience, even if it's been a black on black racist experience or it's been on black, white or black, whatever. Oh, I've had um, some racist experiences. Yeah. And one of them I can remember is um, when someone used the terminology of their of their their of the sibling or their their child um, not wearing a, a coat a 
and saying that and they was of a white colour saying that their child wore a coat and they said it reminded them of an African I don't understand they didn't want to wear it because it reminded, if they wore the jacket it reminded them of, 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 of an African I didn't understand it it was a comment made it was a comment made by someone that I know for, for years made them look like an African yeah it, it didn't make sense um, a jacket what did the jacket look like I think it was like a, a leather oh I it was the most stupid comment explain ever. explain explain it again explain it again say it again so the person said yeah that their son purchased a jacket yeah when they put it on yeah it it, it made them feel like it reminded them of, of, of being an African or something I don't know where it that came That makes no sense, though. Absolutely no sense. But there's been many, but that's one of them that always stood out to me. But then everybody wears clothes. But then automatically I'm like, for one, it's clothes. For two... Everyone wears does, jackets. Why does it have to be an African? Why does it have to be a black person? And and so, you know what I mean? And why are you telling me this? That was one of them. I've had, you know, funny about I've had one like that as well. Someone said to me, they openly said to me, her son was eating very fast and she was like oh why are you eat like an African for and I was like I don't understand what does this mean I, I, I don't know what it means it's absolutely sh- fucking stupid because everybody eats yeah and and I've also had a, a, an encounter with a customer where they've they've come to me and, and felt they needed to sing a Bob Marley song imagine that happened to me a couple of weeks ago walking down the road yeah. I'm walking down the road down here mm. I'm walking to the shop babe two people are standing on the balcony mm. and they start singing Bob Marley to me yeah and they were old, they were elderly people so I knew that it's they're obviously trying to I, I don't know you, you see me and you want to sing a Bob, a Bob, a Bob <laughs> and then you tell me oh I like him I, the next person that says that sings that to me again I'm going to say I don't like Bob Marley I'm gonna just. I'm just gonna just. I'm just gonna say that to them so they can just. I just want to see their expression in their face. But yeah, I've had that. But there's been others. No, they're they're they're, they're fine. I've had. I've, yeah, we've had the same experience. It it don't make any sense to me. The reason I asked that question is because I wanted to. I want people to be. I've asked every, and I don't think what I've asked everybody this question. It doesn't matter what what ethnicity, if ethnicity you are, what race you are. I've yeah. asked you everybody the same question because i wanted to know what people's experiences are um last question is um nelson mandela michael jackson malcolm x um, martin luther king um were all free thinking people if you had the world stage like they did and you had to make a change to get people to come together yeah what do you think you could do like them to make a change because remember what they did was world changing even if you don't think about it but it was small they had a voice Mm. what do you think you could do Mm. if you had that stage don't be pressured to answer it because a lot of people can't answer it because it's like it's it's it's, that's too much of a a burden to put on someone's shoulders or too much of a responsibility to put a response um to give to somebody but what do you think you could do what do you mean? Like them. So, if you had a stage... Okay. And you had an opportunity to... 
say something, do something. What do you think you could do as a your as your person for yourself? What would I like to do to help the community? Yeah, what would that? Yeah, like what would you like? What could you do? If I, if I gave you this platform right now, what would you try to do to bring everybody together? Everybody, white, black, Asian, what would you try to do? Um, because Michael did it through music. Malcolm did it through speech. Um, Malcolm did it through Islam. You do it through music. But I think I believe that you're already doing it though. With you trying to help people and do your community, if you did it that way. Oh well, in in that sense as well, yeah, I'll definitely do it through opening up my own organisation firm. There you go. Yeah. hundred percent, and I will make it global. So what would you do? What would your what would your message be then? My message would be anyone that steps through that door doesn't have a colour. Yeah, yeah, okay. Everyone that steps through that door doesn't have a colour and everyone that steps in that door isn't less than the other person. That's good. I want them to all believe that everybody has a journey and they have to fulfil it. Set. Mm. Right? And I'm just that person to help put put them on that platform. That's it. You and your advisors. Every single person. And if we if we if we all think the same, we'll get a lot further from where we need to be. Yeah. Yeah, because I was trying to say what what, what TJ said was he said what he's doing as well, you know, because I think he works in recruitment as well. He said he's already doing it, but he said he wished he could do it in a community base. Me too. Where he could like start off somewhere and start making every community to get to the point where they believe that they don't, they're not only on one level of themselves so they don't just strive to do football or every black person do football or every black person does music or every, every black person does YouTube try to get people into certain areas like what you like where you work yeah try and get more people into those sectors so then when our kids grow up they see us doing certain things and then they feel I can do better and go higher than that Absolutely, I would do what schools don't teach you to do. 100%. And he said another thing about finance as well. He said, We need to teach our kids about finances and credit. And credit, yes. It's so important. He said, That's the one thing that the rich, how the rich make the poor poor. Don't teach them about finance. Even right down to carrying yourself well. It's it's really important. Um, and self-belief. They, these children need these, even children, young adults, whatever. They need time. They need focus and attention. They're not getting. They, I don't feel that there's enough being inputted even into one individual. Shall I tell you why though? If I break it down, watch this. We are only taught what we taught from our parents. Yeah. We taught. We, we were taught to survive. Our parents at the time only had what they had to survive. Yeah. So when it comes to our generation, in their mm-hmm. head, it's to get us into school so we can get a better, a better education, so we can go to work. Mm-hmm. So then we've we've done that now, and now our kids benefit from what we didn't have. So now our kids are kind of spoiled in a sense, but they don't have to work as hard as we do, and that's where. Well, I believe it. that they don't have to do as much as us. Yeah. So us, us, them learning about 
finances and stuff it doesn't matter because we have the financial security to look after them we don't have to teach them that and it's only when they go out in the world then they realize or we like how we realize you didn't teach us about finance well that's why i feel that schools need to implement employment and development curriculum exactly they want to keep us the way so that's where people like myself and sean we come into this world to do what they're not doing because when we send phoenix out she's getting taught by a checklist 100 percent, yeah but you need to tune into each child about what their literal attributes are within them because they're all designed I mean, I mean too, yeah. if you're not doing that you will never how would you know about this per- you will continuously go by your checklist yeah and that that person will always be yeah yeah and that fails children that checklist 100. do you remember that do you remember that boy that had that he used to do that speech thing that that uni boy and he was saying yes. that how we all how we all how we all analyze through the same through the same system, system. It, and it doesn't work like we failed let me tell you the system has failed children yeah big time but you know what it's done but you know what it's done though it's got us into line for the working world though that's the thing for the economy it's got us booming but for intellect and other things that we should be doing it's only a few a few have yeah. got to do that but I, I see this world when I when I close my eyes and I vision it I see us all on conveyor belts. Yeah, it's yeah. That's that, that's we're a just going line. through a conveyor belt. Yeah. there's no. But that's there's but, but that's what they want for the poor. Right. They want that. They want us to build their infrastructure. Exactly. And then we pass, and then they say, "Oh, here's your basically here's your pension. Thank thank you." So what if then, ad- people like us come in and say, whisper to them and say, "Get off that conveyor belt." That dog. They'll kill you for it. Right. But it would be worth it if you could change people. People, okay, it's going to sound nuts. You see people like, mm. it's going to sound crazy and people are not going to believe what I'm saying to you. I'm saying to them. You see people like Pop Smoke, Nipsey Hustle, XX, what's his name? You see all these people, those three people, very free thinking people and they change the game you can't change a working system you're not allowed do you remember a couple of months ago when i was talking to you about the guy at work was telling me that um i can't talk like that because i said to him if the guy from amazon is making enough money that he can give everyone a million pounds why doesn't he and he's like because if he does inflation will go up i was like so what He's like, okay, but then a, 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 a one piece of bread, a bread would cost a thousand pounds. And he said, and in fact, who would make that bread for you? And I was like, what do you mean? He goes, because everyone is now a millionaire. He said, people wouldn't go to work. So inflation and poorness is, is, is design. And I was like, but that's rubbish. If you helped everybody, isn't that the best thing to do? And he goes to me straight, they will kill me for talking like that. And I thought, but that's mad. If I say to people, give everybody something to help them, you're trying to tell me that I will get hurt by but it. This and is, but this is the thing, this is the thing, and it goes deeper. I don't know if I've still got time to say. Got loads of time. Go on. 
all those people were one. They had people, but it was still one. Imagine if you had a hundred of those powerful people and then you had two hundred, then you had three hundred, right? It's just like, it's just like, um, I don't know if it's the right example to me, but it's just like at the White House, the, the presidential ele- elections and how everyone came together and got Donald Trump removed. Just like that, yeah. right? The, the, even even the Black Lives Matter, whatever moment. I'm not saying I fully believe it, but all the powerfulness that people can do. If you had the power of of like the um, and that was only Americans voting. Can you imagine if the world were voting for Donald Trump? Can you imagine ah! if the world don't vote for the person? If people wanted to turn around and rebel against, let's say, the prime minister, do you think anyone can stop people? Never. If we all switched up and said, no, I ain't going, I ain't doing that. Everyone done it. Look at the riot. Yeah, everyone switched. You think, and could they do anything to yeah. anyone that day? Never. You have to let them do it as well. Because we came as one force. We were untouchable. Can you imagine that globally? We'll be out of control. They'll have to give us what we That's why I don't understand why it sounds really nuts. That we have not elected a global leader. I don't understand why there's not a global leader. Why is there not a global leader that looks after every country in the planet? Because it's not a lot. And you start off. How is. How is Switzerland. If they all want a piece got it right. How is Switzerland got it right when other countries haven't done it? How is. Why is Africa still poor? Why is. Why is there still poverty? Why is there people sleeping in Stratford why is there why is people sleeping in Stratford I've heard that there was I heard that there was somewhere somewhere where there's tents in London and I've never seen it my agent always talks about it but there's tents lined up where where people are sleeping and I'm like why why is old Stratford why why are we building all this all this infrastructure why are we building all these buildings? And why did we allow it to happen? If, from years ago, years and years. Yeah, if people are sleeping in Stratford, people in Stratford is crazy. There's a woman on TV, the guy goes to her, oh, where did you used to work? She goes, oh, I used to be a, a store manager at, at Woolworths. He goes, what happened? She goes, I couldn't afford anything, now I live on the street. What? So you had everything, then you lost everything. And now you live on, what is going on? Yeah, we are. Heads up, maximum recording time was segment of 60 minutes. Keep an eye on the clock. Yeah, so yeah, I do have restrictions. It's, a, it's an hour. But, um, yes, I like that. Thank you. I told you, my questions are getting a lot better. I am trying. I am trying. You're not trying, you're doing. Yes, Don't no, I'm doing. Yeah. Um, but I'd like to say, yeah, thank you um, for coming on. Definitely. I need to change... I need to get season this is what season three now out of the way and get um do more questions but um do you have anything to say to the people okay people i have been your boy teddy hoggle i have been joined by my wife veronica like subscribe 
and all that other jazz. Later dudes.